everyone. Hello. <laughs> it's Stephanie. <laughs> and as a part of the series of special podcast episodes we're doing um, for Black History Month, but also as a larger conversation about how we love one another better, celebrate our diversity, and honor one another, I'm having a conversation with some of our wonderful young adults who I'll let introduce themselves. Do you want to go first? Sure. My name is Shagan. <laughs> My name is Shania. And I am Melody. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for joining us. Um, we are really excited to have this conversation that I know you guys have been having outside of this room. Yeah. Um, but I believe will be a really great encouragement and benefit to the church family. Mm-hmm. So um, I just want to start off, I guess, we'll just start off light, um, <laughs> which is to say um, how, so we're having a conversation about how do we individually process all that's happening right now in our world where we see demands for justice and in just situations we see cries um rightfully of racism and discrimination mm. and that being called out and every member of our church family hopefully you know we want to go on a journey and ask god what part do i play in this what does this bring up in me how do i deal with this happening yeah. But we want to do it on the Lord's terms and not the world's terms. Mm-hmm. So I really want to hear from you guys as people who talk about this a lot, who are passionate about it, who have personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to hear maybe a bit about how you've gone on that journey. So who wants Ooh. to go first? Okay, I'll I go first, I guess, initially. Um, so I think it's really difficult to navigate in terms of like emotions and being a Christian because my I'm a Christian before I'm black. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm Christian for I'm black. But sometimes in the sense of injustice, sometimes your emotions or your how you're feeling passionately can kind of supersede sometimes your faith. Yeah. It's quite hard to put it in check. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. people, they're black before they're Christian. Mm-hmm. We're all supposed to be Christian before we're black. So I feel like for me, I am now settled and comfortable knowing that I could put my faith first before my color. Mm. Well, really hard to do, but I can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, still on the journey of that, but I feel like, I, I guess I'm quite different because we was like systemic racism or just any any type of racism and justice. Like I've grown up with it around me to the point where it's almost normalative. I, I hate saying that because it shouldn't be normal, but mm. it makes the dynamic normal that it's not so different. And it's almost like you've just become almost accepting of it. Yeah. You know, you, it, almost like there's an expectation, you know, if, if I go into a shop, and you know there's like that kind of you know profiling i'm not even surprised like yeah. it's just decided i'm not really surprised about it you know do i feel led to share the word of that person in a biblical mm-hmm. way though well, not really that's the thing <laughs> yeah. so that's why i'm still struggling with trying to yeah. put my faith yeah. trying to integrate my faith mm. into it but i can still show that person love um but it's, it's as sad as it is it's almost like an acceptance of it but like I said, yeah, I'm Christian before I'm black. So that's that's yeah. that's where I am at. Yeah. I just feel like, especially with campaigning, it's amazing and such. But then somehow I just feel like we're not let to be anything other than being black. Mm. Like I'm a Christian, I'm a woman. Mm. But when it comes to racial campaigning, it seems to be, unfortunately, the identity that supersedes every everything else that I am. So then mm. as I suppose on, on that token, it can be like, it's like, I would like to be active, but then some other times it's like, why can't someone else just take over? Because, <laughs> because I, I, yeah. I get tired. Yeah. And then with George Floyd two years ago, when everyone was, was 
campaigning and petitioning and donating and etc. Yeah. And then the same sugar honey iced tea happening <laughs> today. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Will it ever end? Yeah. It's, it seems something like so cyclical, something wrong happens, we say something. Mm. It's so quiet, we're all loving, accepting, kumbaya. Mm. And then same thing happens again. Mm. Yeah. So then at this point, it's kind of like, I've, I've had enough at yeah. this point. Mm. I, I'm tired. Yeah. I've, I've said Black Lives Matter for so many times, <laughs> but I've had it now. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it can be tiring. And to be honest, sometimes I don't consult God as much as I should do yeah. in a situation like this. But just because there's so many people contributing mm. to, to the damage, essentially, how are you going to, sometimes I feel like, how can I ask God to pray for the 10 millions and millions of racists out there? Yeah. How mm. can I do that? Yeah. Yeah. You right. know, I, so unfortunately, I don't think of God as much as I should. Mm. I just think of my exhaustion. Mm. Mm. Yeah, wow, yeah. True. I'd say, oof. I think I, I'd come. <laughs> Everyone's given a, a good, like, where do you if even? If people are coming here for a yeah, lot, listen. People, okay, gonna we've, gone, we've, get, we've gone there. Okay. <laughs> so I, th I think how I kind of conceptualize the whole conversation is, is that I kind of try and separate how the world sees how I am or what mm. I'm supposed to be and how God sees me um, or how I should see myself. Mm with having god and how i should kind of um picture my identity compared to the world so mm. the world sees you know and they and they do this a lot you know with any kind of traumatic kind of topic mm. whether it be racism you know feminism you know ageism everything that has an ism behind it is pretty mm -hmm. much got trauma like all true. over it's it true, true, you know true. pretty much and i think the minute when you start putting, let's say, your race, but now it's it's not really a race, it's a colour. It's not even, you know, Africa's, no, you're black. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, then where are you from? I can see you're black, obviously, mm -hmm. unless mm -hmm. you yeah, can't yeah. see, like, you know. They put that into a place, place of identity. And the minute when someone said something about it, they're not attacking your skin tone. They're not attacking your skin. They're attacking you. And then, then you can see when you start, when the world starts talking about racism, everyone takes it to heart because they put it into a place of identity. And what kind of shields me from experiencing that hurt is when I take my skin color away from my identity and then put God there. So mm. it's not the fact that they are, you know, coming at my, my yeah. personhood. They're coming, okay, fair enough. Coming at my, my skin tone, it doesn't change. Like, it's not going to change, yeah. you know? It's not going to, yeah. like, nothing. I'm not going to wake mm. up tomorrow and I'll be a whole different different person. So what's allowed me to kind of control my emotions is not easy because if you've had years of years of being told that this is who you are yeah. and this is what you are, then why would you think any different or feel any different? But the, I think the minute when you try and kind of discipline yourself out of that space of how the world sees you and you kind of focus on what the Lord says you are, and he goes, everybody is the same in me. Jesus Christ says that. Then you kind of go, okay, you know, when you see a George Floyd situation and the world's going another black man down, you kind of go, no, that's another. That's, that's, that's not what that is. Yeah. Yes, it's a lot of hatred and mm. hurt that's, that's allowed that to happen. But, you know, how it's packaged is, 
you know, another one of you down. Yeah. And that's not the case. Versus that's like true. another person that the Lord created. Yeah. That was a Your life, brother's a father, a brother, yeah. a husband. They don't, they, they, they kind of, yeah, how it's packaged is another one of you down. But I yeah. wish people started to package it as everyone's brother just got yeah, killed yeah. there. That's so true. You know, yeah. so yeah. when you start putting your faith on it, that's what kind of protects you from oh, the damage of what the world is trying to do to to the whole racial conversation. So that's how I kind of protect myself from that. That sounds really interesting that you said protect because mm, yeah. what I was hearing from you guys, from um, Yushai as well as Yushai and Elodie, are these themes of like identity mm. and hope. Because like that exhaustion yeah. that you were talking about, that weariness of like, I can't do this again. Yeah. Because there's no end. Yeah. <laughs> it like how, I guess how, it's almost like the world wearing these these god-given things down yeah your identity mm-hmm. your sense of self yeah. even your in desire to witness as well as you know what you're saying your, sen- your sense of identity and your hope mm-hmm. um so you know whether we get it right or we get it wrong how do we shield ourselves yeah you know i'm thinking of members of our church family who will be able to identify with your experiences you know mm-hmm. who feel that exhaustion that frustration like how Mm. can we shield ourselves in a way that is not what the world does which is harden Mm. and live in suffering and kind of like build walls up or on the opposite in the spectrum people who you know have not had those experiences um like how do Mm. we not live in fear Mm. of perpetuating them but but champion others. I know yeah. that's multiple questions yeah. in there, yeah. but that's just what I was hearing from what you guys were sharing. Kinda, what do y'all think I about that? Feel, I feel what you're saying. I feel like coming from a, like a biblical context, I feel like having the armor of God and love is mm. a powerful weapon. Mm. And what I mean by that is when you have some sort of injustice or you see something that is wrong, whatever, although love can look like an action that, Love is an action, but it looks like it doesn't almost always bring change. But I, I feel that's the best way you can protect yourself because mm. on the flip of love is hate and hate just mm. brings more hate mm. and hate can evolve and develop. And love is the protection. Love is the one that brings the peace. Love is the thing that yeah. settles other people's hearts, mm. that shows compassion to others and whatever. And even those people that are racist or that are being injustice, love is the thing that will settle all of that. It's, the one, it's one thing that will fix it. Mm. Love between nations, like Shania was speaking about, not just one of you lot, but our brother you know mm. our brother our sister so but yeah people in a church family who were going through some sort of injustice or just something that is wrong i definitely feel like as hard as it is but showing that love will protect you because hate will plant a seed in your heart that will mm. just borrow so much bitterness yeah. mm. and that will just bring more danger for me mm. yeah. that's the only protection right now that i can think of is you know, like love your enemies, like you know, mm. yeah. those who pay for those who persecute you. That that's why Jesus said it. You have to, we just have to love. We have to love out the the pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's and it's difficult. it's not easy it's not easy you know because even (laughs) just just going back to the idea of you know you're being fed this is who you are you know you're a black person Mm. you know like that's who you are are so then if that is who you are you know and then someone says who you are is what they think which is might probably from a hateful space then you're then then the lord goes bless them mm. and it's like 
what? (laughs) What? They've attacked who I am. Like, but then when you kind of, then you have to just, you know, you marvel at the idea of, you know, and I'm, I'm happy to be frank, like I'm not innocent. You know, I might experience, you know, discrimination, but mm. I, I'll be quite frank, you know, discrimination comes from hatred and there's different branches that come mm, off yeah. from hatred. And one of them is racism. Mm. And there's many others mm. that many people, you don't have to be black to experience hatred mm. in yeah. any kind of form. Mm. So, and I'm pretty sure that I, in my life, yeah, I might not have been racially discriminative to somebody because I understand it's I understand it's pains, but I probably have been something else to somebody mm. that come from a space of hatred. Oh, so good. then I have to then go when I'm coming to the Lord. I'm like, what? Bless them. That's and he's humbling. gone. Haven't you? Yeah. Haven't I not forgiven you much for what you've probably done? Mm. And you kind of then go, oh. You know, then you yeah. realize who you are in this space and you kind of go, you know, for one who is not innocent, my savior was innocent and took it on the chin. How, mm. how much more me? And then you kind of go, and it's so important to bring yourself back to the center of truth because if you allow yourself to, to kind of believe the narratives of the world, oh, of course, that seed of hatred just destroy you inside out. And that's what we're experiencing in the media. And that's why people are so angry because where, where can their anger go? Yeah. You know? And it's what you said is it, it, to bless them and to recognize your own fault is humanizing them in the way that you said, it's making Mm -hmm. them more than what you don't Mm -hmm. like about them, what you may hate or, or judge about them. Yeah. It's, it's not only humbling you, yeah. but it's it's giving Definitely them that third that. dimension that exactly. the Lord has granted yeah. them. And, You're seeing yourself um, yeah. in them. You're yeah, seeing definitely. yourself in them. You are human like them. And that kind of takes away the race mm. part of it. Even though it is racism, mm. it takes your the center point of you thinking yourself as a black person. No, you are a human being. Mm. Yeah. And that the reason why they're doing this is because they are human beings, mm. not because they are white people or they are Asian people or they are mm. this type of people. Yeah. It's because they are human beings that they are doing these to, to you. Mm-hmm. And we know as Christians, we're, we're grateful to have this truth to know where this comes from. It comes yeah. from sin. And we have found a freedom mm. in Jesus Christ for yeah. that. So even, We've, we found a freedom in Jesus Christ for that. And we know that we've been saved and we're free from that. How much more then should we yeah. give them mm-hmm. than the benefit of the, the doubt? Because the Lord has given us that, yeah. you know? So it's like, oh man, it's horrible mm. when you have to take that medicine. But yeah. then at the same <laughs> time. Can I, can, I, can I ask you about where you both question, yeah? Because yeah. that's actually really interesting. It kind of like, not that it brings down the level of racism, but it just kind of opens you up to like, there's multiple things. Yeah, there's and like, more to this. Yeah. we can be hyper-focused on yeah. the yeah. racism. But you ask you to specifically, yeah. Do you guys feel like, let's say you you encounter some sort of injustice racially. Yeah. Does your mind like automatically go to, oh, actually, not to be fair though, I've probably, I've probably done something not racial, but on the same level in, a, in a, another form of hatred to someone else. So does that humble you in a moment? Or do you feel like so you're permitted to speak yeah. out? Like, actually, that's wrong. Because for, for me... Okay. I, if someone does something, you know, if I get profiled, my mind doesn't go to, yeah, but I've fallen somewhere else. Like, my mind doesn't, my mind doesn't actually go there. Yeah, actually. As I'm much as it should, like you're saying, yeah. but does does that for you lot or not? Mm. Oh, no, I'm fighting. 
Yeah. Like I'm saying something because for so many years mm. I've just been nice or, or I've been too scared to speak out. But at this moment, it's like I've done too much for yeah, myself yeah, to right. just stay silent. You don't know my story. You don't know where I've True. been from. Yeah. Yeah. You're catching this heat. And that's, <laughs> but that's not wrong. That's yeah. not wrong to say, yeah. like, yeah, true. treat me as a human being. Yeah. yeah. That's you're not in any wrong. Nah, well, that's not. the Christian yeah. ideal. That's yeah. the Jesus that's ideal, ideal right? Yeah. But then, yeah. then the she, reality the isn't isn't evil. It's not yeah. evil to have that reaction. No. To be like, hold up. Yeah. You know, you can't look at me that way. You can't treat me that way. Oh yeah. I I feel like the danger is in church and in the world. Yeah. I feel like the danger is you can hype the level of racism so much so that other things get neglected because yeah. we're, we're mm-hmm. you, there's, there's other parts there's other emotions and then uh, there's comes a point where like you can also diminish it so much so that it just gets blended in with everything else mm-hmm. and it's yeah. fine trying to find a balance of like we need to give attention to this thing but we also don't want to have it so much that we neglect other things as christians yeah so the difficulty is there i feel like is trying to find the balance of how do we give attention to something mm. and not diminish other things as well? Yeah. There's conversations that are connected to racism and the mm. things that can feed out of it and stuff like that. Yeah. I just feel like it's really about handling it. I've become more objective now talking about racism. I've become mm. a lot less like, like you said, the whole thing of another black man down. You could automatically think it could be, it could be my dad, it could mm. be my brother, mm. or it could have been my sister, it could have been. True. And then you end up being so personal about it, it mm. ends up making you bitter. Mm. And then it makes you form another side of hatred. Mm. Like there was one time when I've, I'll be honest, I just went, I hate you. Yeah. I yeah. hate hatred you. Hatred breeds hatred. Yeah. yeah. The, and then it, it made me feel sad. And mm. I had, and I had no idea why I felt sad for so long. And mm. huh, Funnily enough, it was Trump era when mm. he won. It was at that time I was just like, you know what? I've had enough. Yeah, yeah. And especially after Brexit as well and realising that there's actually so much xenophobia rooted into a lot of the votes. Mm-hmm. And it just made you feel, it just made me feel like, you know, I hate everyone. But then really mm-hmm. and truly, that doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Because love is meant to be the one that supersedes everything. And even True. with that... To, even with talking about love, it's something that's incredibly unifying mm. where it where it rids out of race. And I mean, I won't say rid out, but the whole thing of difference when we're all made under... Bridges, it bridges those. Yeah, yeah. it bridges those gaps. And when, when we realize that we're all made under God's image, mm. then that's when it unifies us. And then even with the opposite of love being hate, we could think it's also indifference. Mm. That sense of... Okay that sense of well it doesn't affect me much so what's the point right. or why should yeah. i even speak on this mm. that's where it doesn't help the situation yeah. either mm. that's when it even like keeps the divisions going because fair enough racism could also be in a way of hatred of i hate you because you are x mm-hmm. but then where it doesn't help is also is well i don't see color or <laughs> all lives matter yeah, yeah, yeah. or the, the whole just why do you feel like that isn't love it isn't love because you're not being visible to it mm. you're not opening your you're not opening your eyes like it doesn't you don't need to experience it yeah. in order to feel aware mm-hmm. about it yeah you don't need to experience racism to go actually you know what that's wrong yeah. and i'm going to help this defend them support okay. them so indifference can also keep that those divisions yeah. it makes it more insidious because mm-hmm. even when we, 
would you think to yourselves one time like, oh, racism is worse in the US than the UK? <laughs> Simply because you've never seen True. like outward racism. Yeah. But then yeah, 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 but then you don't realise that no racism happens in this country as well. It's just that yeah. we're more silent about it. That's and right. yeah, yeah, and the more we're like, Oh, racism does exist, you know, like or I've never seen outward racism happen. That's that's the I just feel like people are more bold over there. Yeah. Me, me personally. Like you said, it does exist, but there's a boldness yeah. out there. And then obviously statistically as well, there's more people in that place than there are in the UK as well yeah. internationally but it does happen yeah mm-hmm. systemic and it is hidden a lot of the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think to touch on something you mentioned earlier Elodie what you were just saying um they were talking about these shields and it's just common theme of love and you kind of you've just shared about like you went to this period of like really feeling hatred and yeah. you also said you've been exhausted yeah um so just in that kind of journey <laughs> of feeling that roller coaster of things where um what kind of shield is i'm stealing tonight's word because it's so good the shield <laughs> of faith word. you know like yeah. what what protects you from that like what what bounced you back from that i really hate i hate the people perpetuating this or yeah. i really lord i cannot hear another single time you know knowing it's gonna happen again yeah. like what is your shield of faith for that so I'd say back then when I went through my hate phase was really the sense of it's it's making you sadder. Like, it's, mm. it's making you sadder. Mm. And God loves you. He wants you to experience joy. Yeah. So yeah. For, forgiveness, the elements mm. of forgiveness and the fact that not everyone that perpetuates, not everyone that looks a certain way will perpetuate it, mm. will perpetuate that racism. And today it's more the sense of I'm tired. Lord, you told me to come mm. to you when I'm tired. So yeah. even though I don't necessarily go, Lord, take it over, subconsciously I'm like, you can deal with it because I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that assurance of like there's, there's a big load on me mm. right now and the fact mm. that he can take it off like that, mm. yeah. it just makes me feel more yeah. secure right mm. now. Mm. It's crazy because it just, I'm, I'm just hearing all these things and you guys can disagree with me that gets wrong, but like it's just, it sounds like it's all when it comes to bringing God into this conversation mm. and letting him journey you through not yeah. the world or or personal experiences or mm. or a hateful person even nudge you along a journey. This like centering focus has been loving God and loving others. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. it's yeah. that that's what's pushed back against people lashing out at you against making it about one thing as you were saying Shania and about what you were saying of just being like it it being on you yeah mm-hmm. um this thing of I know who you are lord I know how you see people and have made them and I know that I'm called to love them do you yeah. guys think that that's yeah accurate yeah, yes, yeah. But it's just yeah. Not, yeah it's very accurate because mm. like I mentioned before on the flip side of love is hate and it's just not worth the bitterness like mm. Ellie did it doesn't make you happier mm. it's like it, it's ugh. It's not a good exchange. It's not no. a good, yeah, it's not a good transaction. It really yeah. isn't. Like, what you're getting back is not it, and it just makes you worse. Mm. And then you can't ever get out of that. Like, imagine just living life hating all the time. The exhaustion on that alone is just... Is it? It's tiring. I don't, I don't know how people have the energy for it. I don't know how people have the energy for it. <laughs> I think people true. actually sometimes find their own identity in it because they feel oh. like that that's... Well, if you're raised in it, then, it yeah. makes sense. Mm, yeah. That's all I know. There's an element mm. of indifference where it's like people 
and I think this is like a human thing. Don't quote me on it. Okay, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> you are being recorded. The mi- I like, <laughs> you know, disclaimer, you know. Um, you know, when a human being is in a, in a situation where things are different and unknown, in a yeah. space of unknown, you're automatically on the defense. You need to protect whatever you have. And sometimes people can be very comfortable. When you're comfortable, yeah. you mm. feel secure. Mm. And the minute where someone brings in something that is unknown, very not you, you mm. know, sometimes, mm. and you can see it in this, I think most of my experiences, a good portion of my, you know, say, racial endeavors um, was from school. Oh, yes. Kids yeah. were oh, like, they true. were mean. Many Love a kid, but the kids Seriously. at school <laughs> were mean. And especially mm. if you're the only one, you're your mm. only mm. defense. And, you know, I'm very lucky now I'm a bit older that I can look back at that, those experiences and kind of um, apply grace to it. Mm. You mm. know, luck- luckily for me, and I even thank God, even though I just, de- as a weakness now it was the thing that kept me from you know becoming let's say bitter Mm. it's because I was kind of like you know they don't know me I don't know them that's how you know because it okay going back to my household when I used to you know my mom used to be like well you know we just do things a little different so I used to kind of see the kind of yeah, say uncomfortable situations that I was in was like they just do things differently mm. I didn't used to see it as I saw mm. it as okay they mm. don't like me or they have a problem mm. with me or they don't understand me um but what I used to put towards it because I didn't understand it was just ignorance so I used to be like okay well mm. I don't know why that's why it is but maybe because we're just different and I just left it as that now I'm a bit older it's like no no we're exactly the same I'm just black like, yeah. you know you know you know, yeah. you know so um so and I was quite shy you know and then I got a bit older and I was like okay my mum said being shy is not your protection you need to grow some confidence so I grew some confidence and I was able to kind of be my own defense in a way um but yeah just kind of going back to to kind of the main discussion on you know on the whole you know how do we handle or what's our protection mm-hmm. or just focusing back on the center it, and I think Shagan kind of touched on it and was like you know the racism conversation is very heavy but the minute you give it to God is is much lighter mm. yeah. it's much much lighter yeah. it doesn't take away its hurt or disgustingness yeah. or uncomfortability is still as com- uncomfortable as ever True. it's still mm-hmm. as hurtful as ever yeah. it's still a dagger in the back but the minute when you kind of go okay lord you're the only one that can de- deal with this mm. you kind of go yeah. okay yeah. you know yeah. it's it's not going to stop because mm-hmm. it is what it is human beings this is what we do yeah. very well mm-hmm. um very well but at the same time i know what god does mm. Is done very well and probably better mm. than what we can do. Yeah. So I put my full trust in it. Um. But like, yeah, like you said, um, Eddie, like, like, oh no, I think it was you, Shagan, when you was like, so how do we re? You know, when you're in the moment, how do you react? Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's the response? What is the response? How do we do it? And I'm gonna be dead honest, oh, like, Eddie, yeah. <laughs> At the moment, in the moment, you're like smoke. Like, <laughs> there's no Jesus, fire. I'll bring the smoke lie. so we can get it started. That's you're my like first. tucking your Bible deeper it's, in your yeah, bag. Like, they don't know, and you're uh, like, you know, well, look, I'll be back. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that is my first response as a human being, but. 
How should we respond? How should you? Mm. I know it's so crazy. I don't think I might lead that. You guys have like some more like passionate because I think the difference with me is personally, it's so sad, but I can be very, very defeated. Like I'm a fatalist in that sense because like I mentioned before, I've grown up with it around me to the point where I don't expect I, I expect it. I expect it. Yeah. And when it happens, I'm not even surprised. So you know when you're not surprised about something? Yeah. yeah. And you, exactly. I don't see it changing in the future. And it's been in the past. And it's here in the present. I don't even feel like fighting. Would you say More that, time. like, if you, let's say, if you'd want to have kids in the future, is that what you'd say <sighs> to them? Oh, that's a difficult one. That's, that's you know a, what? That is so, that is so good. I wouldn't, I would, I would understand it for themselves. I want, I don't, my fatalistic and defeatist persona i do not want that in my heritage i don't want that i don't want to leave that legacy for my children mm. personally i want them to stand up for themselves but hopefully mm. the f- one thing we can try and raise our children in a different world is that going to happen i'm really i you really do have know. some hope i could i yeah. could sense a glimmer, <laughs> a glimmer of, hope. of hope for me but like yeah. in terms of how we respond like i don't even feel like I think the fact I, I have said it for myself before it's not to say that from the first instance but it's because of the many instances and the lack of change that's happened yeah. makes yeah. you feel like mm. is there a point in fighting? Every time I'm going to the battlefield, I lose my sword. I, I'm, 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 not, I'm not looking <laughs> for the sword anymore. So I'm enough. not looking for the sword anymore when but, I come to the battle. Yeah, because yeah, I'm gonna lose yeah, it again. No, I can't protect myself. Yeah. No, so what's the point it. in even swinging? Right. Well, to well to bring in you the know? wisdom that y'all shared just a few mm. moments ago is that it's it's about the armor of God, not yeah. the sword yeah. you're carrying. It's about the love. Mm-hmm. And that's not powerful. to say that, like, we're going to say here and now, mm. here's the perfect way to respond. Here's the imperfect way. Mm. You know, we know what scripture says, but we also yeah. know the reality that, that we're True. not perfect. Yeah. And that there's a lot of emotions that come up and it's okay to feel those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if I can encourage you, shake it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what with your own words, what you said is it's not just your sword. It's mm-hmm. the Lord's sword. Yeah. And it's, you know, you can look back and say, oh, I should have or shouldn't have reacted yeah. this way, reacted that way. I should have stood up for myself. I shouldn't have done it. What's the point? But like, if you always just come back mm-hmm. to to the Lord with it, mm-hmm. yeah. as you guys were saying, mm-hmm. and just true. say like, this is, this is where I'm found. Yeah. This is what he says. This is who he is and what he's done for me. Mm-hmm. Then... I guess it, it can help you feel less yeah. defeated at the next battle. And it's, you know, there because he's won the earthly battle. Yeah, exactly. He's, these institutions will crumble yeah. at yeah. his name. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. they yeah. will. And that's, Preach. yeah, that's like a hope to hold on to. And that doesn't erase anyone's suffering mm-hmm. or make anything Definitely. that is rooted in, in hatred, discrimination, right, at yeah. all. Right. And it doesn't mean that you can't be devastated by it. But mm-hmm. that that weariness yeah. it's like because i i want so desperately to see something better in mm-hmm. this world and like i've done a lot of self-examination of like have i ever been part of the problem mm-hmm. um because for anyone who's listening to this and doesn't know me i'm white no it's it's okay um and uh it, but no it's you know a serious I, I have people of all different races and genders and ages and physical abilities, mental abilities, economic statuses, like yeah. you said, all these isms mm-hmm. that can divide sure. us in my life. Mm-hmm. And so constantly asking myself, especially when something happens in the news, like, how am I part of the problem and how can I be part of God's solution in this situation? Yeah. And so often I feel the same way you do, mm-hmm. Shagan, though it obviously I don't carry the same weight. 
because I don't have your experiences, but I often feel the same sense of defeatedness of, yeah. well, what can my prayers really do yeah. to racial injustice yeah. embedded in our institutions, not just here, but in the country I hail from? Yeah. What can I do when leaders I didn't vote for because I know stand for hatred are elected yeah. into positions of power yeah. and laws are made? And mm-hmm. like, it just, I felt so defeated, but mm-hmm. I was really encouraged like the other day thinking about, you know, I was talking to someone about this in, and they're like, it's not just prayer. That's the mm-hmm. best weapon we have. Yeah. And if we're mm-hmm. not using it, what else is going to topple these things? What else yeah. is going to save lives, change hearts, mm-hmm. and change Definitely. laws? It's not going to be people in broken institutions. It's yeah. the Lord. And, and you know, that's not giving up. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not giving up because I'm still trying to improve myself. Yeah. And I'm still choosing you know, what I say yes to, what I say, hey, that's not okay yeah. to, and I, right. I stand up against, but it is this this kind of like, if I had a sword that would cut <laughs> these things out, I'd do it, but I don't. Yeah, and yeah, yeah but you're, you you're going to burn yourself out trying to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think like, so, because me said, we, we've spoken about like your background a little bit, and as much as I say you're white, white, like <laughs> you have been really like diverse in like people like from different. You don't have life. to. You don't have to qualify. It's okay. I'm comfortable <laughs> not, not with even, my skin. Not even that. Not even that. It's just to say like one thing that is really, really how I say just beneficial is the introspection that mm. you self volunteer yourself for. Like for people that you know are listening and they mean you know you're not black or you might not be an ethnic minority. That introspection and that continuous introspection, have I been part of the problem? Thinking about other people, trying to put yourself in their shoes is so powerful because mm. it does encourage those conversations and it's very thought-provoking into inspiring change. Definitely. Yeah. But a lot of people are not thinking introspectively. There's people mm. right now that are not ethnic minority mm. that are today not thinking about have I ever impacted, have I thought, because yeah. they, they don't even have the, the thought-provoking notion mm. to even think about that, to inspire that Because they'll think then they'll be beating themselves up or you're going to make me feel guilty for being white. And it's like, I'm not trying to make you feel guilty for being what the Lord blessed you with or for what you've been born as. But that's why like introspection is so important. But then I feel like at the same time, some people could easily turn that into self, like flagellation, like beating Mm, yourselves up. And it's like, that's not what we Mm. want for you. We Mm. really want it to be just a space where we could, a safe space where we can have good constructive Mm. conversation, look at, what you know which gaps to fill and mm-hmm. how we can how we can yeah. love each other we're not trying we're not trying to blame anyone yeah. we're trying to look at the issue mm-hmm. we're not yeah. trying to look at you specifically yeah we're trying to look at the issue and change the and change and shift the culture, the culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and i feel like the civil rights movement even though mm-hmm. to be fair like could we say it's changed 100 percent no, mm-hmm. but I'd say the one thing I appreciate about it is the religious foundation, is the mm. love foundation of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole thing of we're not trying to fight you, we're trying to fight the problem. Yeah. And that's where I feel like we're kind of missing from it today. It's more mm. like you did this, you did that, I'm cancelling you right. and mm. etc. And that's where it's sort of now seen as cool now. Which mm. and then the whole to thing to cancel of, someone, is that what you're to cancel someone? Trendy, yeah, trendy, yeah, it's yeah. trendy. Yeah. Whereas when we're called to love, we're called to spread our mm. Christ values. But I feel like until Christ values and spreading that love is seen as, well, I don't want to make it trendy, but I want to make it something that is the foundation of it. Yeah. I want to make it something relevant. Until we make that relevant, nothing's going to change. Yeah. Mm. And until we make pray- that prayer first, that Christ-like centered foundation, and until that is 
made the foundation in terms of campaigning and et cetera, et cetera, and conversations, it's not going to change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. not going to. Yeah. yeah, that's how you start caring for others. That's where mm. it starts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, but it's about like how do yeah. we? And I think you guys have already touched on it, Shay and Elodie. Mm. So interested to hear what you have to say, Shania. But I think as we close, it'd be good to just hear how can we, as Wellspring, as a church family that are here saying we believe in Jesus, we're loving our brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm -hmm. How how can we have these conversations internally and with one another in a mm. God honoring way? Just yeah. the, this isn't. You know, yeah. that's safe, the Lord. This, so don't feel the pressure of <laughs> that. From your personal yeah. experiences, from all you've just shared, which has been so incredible, yeah. what would be some first steps or some key truths that you would say for our church family, whether you've you've experienced discrimination on whatever terms, doesn't just have to be race, or whether you um, are asking, how can I be part mm. of... God's solution yeah. and not part of the world's problem. Yeah. What would be something that you would tell people start here or hold on to this yeah. and let okay. that guide you? What yeah. would you recommend? I definitely, like I mentioned before, but like, I don't think we really deep the power of introspection. Like mm. introspection is to really sit down and ruminate. So think and rethink yeah. and rethink and rethink, right? How in my areas, in my areas of influence, who can I influence? Who am I touching? Depending on where you are as an ethnic minority. Mm. And then also just putting your mind into the place of others and trying to see the impact as well. That mm. introspection is so powerful because with that introspection, I don't believe that you can really have those conversations because that, for me anyway, that's where I believe the provocation comes from. The thought-provoking thoughts, the thought-provoking conversations that mm. come from because you've had a thought to ruminate on and that has inspired you to care deeply for deep, deep, deeper for someone else mm. and to want to have conversations about how you can care and assist that person. It all yeah. starts with that self-reflection that has to be deep for me. Anyway, that's what I would yeah. say practically. That's good. Yeah. What do you think, Shania? I, I think I'll just piggyback off what Shagan said pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, introspection is, I think, is key for this. And I say, like, using the Bible as your mirror you know because mm -hmm. you know biblically it says the bible you know exposes sin you know in every sense yeah. and i want to encourage anybody no matter what you know ethnic background they're from you know in any range um we are all doing this it's not a situation yeah. where because we're talking about racism it's the you know the yeah. historical group of people that need to be doing this no we all need to be doing this mm -hmm. you know in every situation or scenario you know i need to be doing this receiving hatred and also giving hatred mm -hmm. like I, I you know because i need to go back to the scripture like how do i deal with the hurt i've experienced or how do i deal with the hurt i've you know probably caused someone else to experience mm -hmm. i still have to go back to the source that finds that truth for mm -hmm. me so i can yeah. you know apply it and rid myself whatever could damage me um spiritually so I think we all as a church family, I think this is mainly for the church um, because the world will do their own thing. Yeah. You know, the world it, it will do, and you, yeah, wherever you want to find in the world, trust me, you know, this, it's not for you. Yeah. You know, whether you're white, black, a little bit of both or something yeah. else, mm -hmm. you know, it's not then it's not your, your best interest that they have at heart, but yeah. God has that. And if we all 
look in ourselves and also taking in that instruction from the Holy Spirit to kind of, you know, search our hearts, like David says, like search my heart and, you know, whatever mm. is not good, rid of it, you know. Mm. Um, and that will set us on the path, yeah. regardless of its racism, you know, any kind of hatred of, of any sort, you know, that can be overcome by um, by what Jesus has to offer and what his work was on the cross. So, mm-hmm. you know, like I'd encourage people that, you know, mm-hmm. the race isn't finished yet. So I mm-hmm. think as much as, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> you know, the little, the little things, the little burdens we have still, to carry, yeah. I would want to encourage us, it still is light mm-hmm. than then the what we would have had to carry. Yeah. You know, so I would, <laughs> as much as it is mm. deep to kind of, you know, we might be heavy burdened by this subject, note that this burden, you know, was carried with 10 times more of the weight on our Savior's mm-hmm. shoulders. Yeah. So True. I'm yeah. grateful that we even get to talk about a thing that is mm. is difficult, but is handled and it's already overcome. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm encouraged yeah. by mm. by that. Yeah. yeah. So just blending what's what you've both said previously, I feel like just looking at Jesus himself, he's never been like no regular people. I'm only talking to Messiah, <laughs> Mes- <laughs> Messiah yeah. people only. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, messianic people. He was never like that. He mm. he he spoke with everyone and he healed everyone that that came to him with that help so then with Mm. that is that sense of when you and he didn't do the work for his own glory he did Mm. it for the glory of god yeah so i'd say with that as especially coming with that self-introspection is the whole thing of how do i help others not to make myself feel better Mm. but it's more to get make an impact and to and for god to get the glory at the end of the day yeah. So I'd I'd say that would be one one way to look at how we can handle this in a Christ-like way, and mm. definitely. And it's like I have so many points on my mind, and I don't. <laughs> I can't even see. Hey, this which isn't one. this isn't the end of the conversation. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's not like we talk about it here and nowhere else. <laughs> I'm still learning. Yeah. So Ellie will just come up to people as she comes up with ideas. <laughs> like, I've got it. Watch out. She'll just grab yeah. wellspringers and be like, "By the way." <laughs> I do feel like it's it's true just for another practical point as well like what do I do when there's no answers like ask Jesus yeah that's a big one a lot of time we try to come up with like you know mundane um solutions ourselves and Mm. we don't allow God or the Holy Spirit to intervene or or ask how how God can you intervene in this thing Yeah. yeah God I have no idea what to do. I want to help. I want to help the situation. I have no idea what to do. I've heard these people on podcasts today instruct me on what I should do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if people just ask the Holy Spirit, "What should I do?" and then yeah, room it yeah. and reflect mm-hmm. on that. That's yeah, what I well. and pray yeah. for other people. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and for those that hate. Mm-hmm. The amount of times I prayed for Trump when he is in office, even though that was the last yeah. thing I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But I know that the Lord is the only thing that can change that man's yeah. heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. I'd pray Very for my true. own heart <laughs> against hate. Oh yeah. But like yeah, praying praying for those people and that that's not to out of duty as a Christian, but it is out of recognition yeah. of who we are, mm. sinners saved by Christ, mm. and who God is. Mm. 
Yeah. The only the only one, the Holy Spirit's the only one that can turn hearts and minds. So mm. yeah, Amen. praying for other people as well. So saying, Lord, what can I do? Mm. But also God change them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do a work there. Yeah. Yeah. Do a work there. Um, do a work in our, you know, schools and our police forces and mm-hmm. in, in our church family. Yeah. Wherever there's divide mm. and whatever yeah. it is divided Definitely. by, mm. you know, um, yeah, Lord, do a work there. I'm yeah. hearing this a lot to do with inner work. Mm. A lot less to do. A lot mm. of the solutions that we came with, we I've hardly hear, heard solutions of have conversation with them. Yeah. <laughs> or, because especially when you see there'll mm. be like different organizations having diversity sit downs, mm. diversity conversations. Yeah. And it kind of makes you feel like, how is this conversation mm. going to solve much if God isn't there? The if he's mm, yeah. if he's not the center and if it's not even in your heart. Yeah. So essentially just sitting through a whole conversation, listening, words coming in and out, out in the yeah, same yeah. second. Yeah. And re- and that's what made me realize that we that when we have to go through this in a faith like way, it's really to do with the heart. Yeah. How yeah. how how do I change my heart? And how do I pray for people to change theirs? Yeah. And that eventually that if I do have a conversation with that person, yeah. then how will your words come into me to eventually change that person's heart? Because it's not me. So it's true. literally the words yeah. that come from God. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a heart issue. Yeah. That's so good. That's, I mean, yes, they meant to everything <laughs> you guys have said. Listen, um, I just want to honor you guys. Thank you so much, Elodie, Shania, Shayan, for being a part of this yes, conversation. Yes. I really you. appreciate it. And I really, really appreciate your honesty, your hunger to have these conversations, and yet to make it more than just about what the world's talking about. Mm. Like you guys have really conveyed the heart of God not just in your own lives and how you've experienced him, but his heart for our church family. And I just want to thank you for that. Um, And uh, for just blessing us with this conversation. Y'all are wonderful. Thanks so much. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you.